Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. I had to do it. I know you hate it, but I had to do it. I know you. I, I fucking it. hate that so much. I know. Nobody cares. Know. Nobody cares about where you can find more A5 Maybe five of our own fucking close friends on this <laughs> website. That's it. Mm. Uh, God damn. Anyway, uh, tonight. Gentlemen, I would like you to all understand one thing. Mike, where'd you go? I'm right here. Did he disappear? There you are. I Jeez. did, and then I came back, and I... Oh, my stomach. Brr. Listen, you listen, you guys, before we start the show tonight, I want to make something very clear, and that is there's one single message I'd like to get across to our listeners and viewers, and that is it is ejaculations not constipations. You understand that? <laughs> I am Cody Corley, producer of masturbations, and it is ejaculations, not constipations. Okay? Okay. 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 Start the fucking show. Tales from the Crips contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised. I gotta say, our intro music's finally, finally growing on me. Yeah, well, it's gonna yeah, change can, with the new one, so don't. Um, can I, can hi, I say something about the music? This is. Uh, hold on, Carrie says hi. She's watching us. Who's, hi, who's uh, Carrie. Carrie. I believe. Um, uh, she, she a, is a friend of mine. She's also a uh, ah, executive okay. producer of Halloween Evil Lips. Oh, great! Hi, Carrie. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got people already listening to us and watching us. That's awesome. 
Well, that means so I that's the first time. Comments up because if it's like, if it's like, oh, Lisa, hi, how are you? Your girlfriend's listening to us now. How about that? Don't. Tara will not be happy with that. Please, I'm not. I'm not I was just going to say that. Tonight. I'm just not. I can't. Please. You could just call. You could just call her my girlfriend. Okay, Rob's girlfriend. I'll I'll, I'll I'll have to message you about that later, Lisa. Oh my god. Lisa, I apologize. By the way, it's just an inside joke. Someone will explain it to you later. I'll I'll I'll, I'll explain it to you later. It's 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 hilarious. I think you'll love it. Um. Anyway, Rob, what what would uh fa- excuse me, Father Mahoney? What would you like to say about the music, the intro music? So- so that's the first time I've actually heard that music because I've usually only joined after you guys started. And it sounded like I could dance that to the river dance. You guys remember the river dance? I could I see don't. somebody doing the river dance. Yeah. I, I it's mean, like an old Irish it's an old Irish dance. Uh, oh that, my God. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I yes. Know. Michael J does. Yeah. Oh look, look after the show, Cody, look up Riverdance and it, 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 it okay. has a very resemblance to it. Okay, I will. Um I would love to see you do Riverdance, Cody. You know what we'll do? We'll get parallel bars. Here's what we do. We get parallel bars and we fucking boost you up onto the parallel bars. But the way that it is is you'll have to do them backwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'll have to do them backwards. Yeah. So then you can, you know. I believe last week, didn't I fuck up and call and say that it was like a Soviet Union song or uh, it sounded like a Oh, no, no, no. It was Zeke Heil, like the Hitler German thing. (laughs) Oh, God. You hate Jewish people. Let's just get that out there. You just, you do. That's your problem. I don't hate Jewish people. I don't hate any people. It just, it just, well, it just seems like, you know, you you were like Zeke Heil or whatever it is, so. Yeah. Anyway, oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new episode of Tales from the Crips. I am the one and truly only producer of Masturbations, Cody Quarterly. Uh, I am with Michael J. and our father, Mahoney. You're uh, both your father to both of us, right? Yes, and you missed it earlier. I did have a, a shirtless picture posted, so you know I did see that, Rob. And I gotta, I gotta tell you, my friend. You've got balls because I see, I would never do that, Rob, because I can't do that because I'm like a fat fuck and it's just, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm, I'm not a bodybuilder by any means, but uh, well, I, I, I mean, just have, you know. I just have no, sh- I have no shame anymore. So you, you shouldn't have any shame. I think it's great. And Mike, you should have used one of his shirtless pictures for the intro. I was going to, yeah, well, here's the thing. The fucking. Flix press that I create the intros out of is, is giving me problems with, like I said, cropping the intros. So the way that it works is that, like, when you do your, uh, you know, when you do your, um, uh, your picture with uh, that wrestler, is his name Jerry Waller? Yeah. Okay. Well, when you do hit, when you that picture of you and him, it cuts off. At like um, under your fucking eyes, so I can barely like see anything. Mm. So that's why I can't, you know. So I'm trying to figure out how I can get it down further to at least see the rest of your face and his face. Okay. So that's well, where we're at, and you know, 
it's not bad in the intro. Like it's actually pretty good. I, I think. Well, yeah, I know, but that was when it allowed me to crop it. Mm-hmm. Now it's not allowing me to crop it. I mean, so I, I said you right on my computer. I, I know you, you did. I want those. Yeah, pictures I know. In the intro, you son of a bitch. Oh, you're getting them, fuckface. Okay. You're getting them, cripple fuckface. Okay. Huh? Hey, remember, <laughs> remember, I am the producer of masturbations. It is ejaculations, yeah. not constipations. Well, can I can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you did you um produce many masturbations this week? This week? Yes, this week. Hmm. No. You gotta remember, I'm not in my teens. I can't jerk off every fucking day. What, do you two jerk off every day? Um, I don't know where you're at, sir, but how the, you're, dude, you're younger than me. Okay, I can do well, listen. Sometimes, I can do sometimes multiple times daily. I don't know where the fuck you're at, sir. Okay, well, for first of all, I got better things to do than to masturbate all fucking day. Just because I'm, I'm the not producer. saying you do it all. I don't say you, you have hey, to do it all listen, day long. Just because I'm the producer of masturbations doesn't mean I'm in mass production of masturbations. Okay. Yeah, but if if you're going to use such a title, I I think that you need to be able to bring it. You know. <laughs> You want me to fucking masturbate right here on on the show? Like what the fuck? I think I think our viewing audience might enjoy that. The the, the three people that are watching at the moment, I would think they would love to see you whip it out on that computer desk or wherever the fuck your computer is, and just do a. That's well. That's that's not going to happen. So they, people would have to pay premium for that. Okay, Mike, let's do you get have premium service going. I want fucking money. Let's do it. Mike, do you have your soundboard going? Because that was a pretty good special uh, sound effects. Yeah, no, that was that was all that was all me. Hey, all when me. I when I um when I eat pussy, when I eat pussy, it sounds yeah. like this. That's well, my, when I do it, it sounds completely different. It's more like well, the last time. The last that sounds like that sounds like gurgling. The last time. <laughs> Uh, the last time you did it, oh we God. had two, it was two presidents ago. The last time you did it, oh so. fuck me! Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's not my problem. I, well, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a per- yeah, two presidents uh, ago. Wasn't that uh, Bush a perfect last name for uh, masturbating to? Was it? Bush? No, I, I was talking. He he did it during the Obama administration. Oh, uh, no, okay. no, no, it was before Obama. Because Obama didn't go. When did? Oh wait, no. Obama came into office in 2008, right? Yes. Yeah, time was, was 2010. Was, oh, was, no, was it was right? Obama. No, it okay. was Obama because 2010 was the last time. So, I yeah. see. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Anyway, gentlemen, mate, more so, yeah. Rob. I want to do uh, uh, <laughs> ask you something. Right. Yeah, you're a gentleman, Mike. So shut up. Okay. Um, Rob, I know that me and you have discussed uh, our fandom for Shudder, and uh, we have discussed the idea. Oh, Mountain Dew! Get, that's what's going to get me to masturbate right there. What, look at that Mountain. No, Dew. but look at what it is, Cody. Look oh, at what it is, Cody. Zero, 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 bitch. It's like the zero yeah. I have for you. Anyway, um, Rob, are you also uh, familiar with a smaller streaming service called Screenbox? Oh, uh, I've heard of it. I, I've never 
watches or anything, so. It's basically, Mike, you got a fucking problem? Dude, Screenbox is the fucking worst. What are you talking about? No, shut shut up, fag boy. Just shut your mouth. Screenbox is the worst, dude. You know no, it is. No, it's horrible. Can I talk it to is. Rob? It's the worst show second. ever. Can I talk oh, to ahead. our father I'm gonna, and I'm gonna... right now? Can, can <laughs> yeah, I say here. grace uh, how about, real quick? How about, how, about, how about this? I'm going to drink. I'm going to have some of my Mountain Dew Zero, and you talk to Rob. Okay. All right. Dude. I'm putting the phone down for one second. Okay. Thank God. Okay. There <laughs> we go. Anyway, Rob. So do you remember when we were a bit younger and you'd go into Walmart and you'd go up to like the $5 movie band and most of them was just low budget horror movies. And yeah, there'd be a lot of shitty things in there, but every once in a while you'd find, you know, a hidden gem, a movie yeah. that, that you would remember for a while, you know, nothing, nothing commercialized, nothing backed by big studio, just one of those, you know? So that's how I view Screenbox as it's, it's around five, $6 a month, which it probably should be a bit cheaper. Um, before they had financial troubles, they were releasing two movies a week, um, and it was just new to the service. It didn't. It wasn't always movies within the same year. Sometimes it was, but you know, a lot of times it was two, three years old, whatever. But it was always new to the service. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they've had some decent movies on Screenbox. No matter what closed-minded Michael J over there thinks, Screenbox has had some decent shit on their service over the Horrible. years. Um, and then here at the beginning of the year, it was announced that they were bought out by, I'm, I'm going to butcher the name, but Synodigum or something like that. Synodim or Synodim. Is it, is it Synodim? You know what I'm talking about? So they. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Carrie, the, the bargain bin. That's basically it. Um, so Synodim, I guess you call them. Uh, they green box. Yeah. They, uh, they, bargain bin is streaming. They are, you want to shut the fuck up? I'm going to leave the show. You don't shut the fuck up. And then it's just going to be uh, telling you the crib with your father. Anyway. So, I am uh, your father. Yeah. Father. We got to get, get Rob to do some sort of skit where he just bursts into someone's door like, Damn it, I told you to eat your goddamn meatloaf and then go to bed. You know, get um, off that fucking bike, boy! Jesus Christ, Rob, you scared the fuck out of me. Did I didn't he? expect you to speak like that. Holy shit! Well, that's his. That's his. That's his heavenly father voice. God damn! But um, I contrary oh, to what Mike has, contrary to what Mike has to say about it, I actually really enjoy Screenbox. For one. I don't have a problem with the shoestring uh, budget movies. I like a lot of them. Um, and a lot of them has become some of my favorites over the years. Now, Shudder, of course, Shudder is the granddaddy of them all, the best out of the streaming services if you're a horror fan. I truly believe that. I think they produce better content and have better exclusives than Netflix and Hulu and all of them. I think Shudder's the best. But um, the, the complete alternative to Shudder, I think, is really a Screenbox. So, yes, Carrie, Screenbox. Look, look into it. You can get yourself a seven-day free trial, Carrie. Oh, uh, yes. So my, my question is, uh, yeah. I, I thought we were going to do maybe like a hybrid type show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I this was – I'm talking uh, about the yeah. – uh, 
back when we still had the concept of doing just Shutter Showdown. But yeah. no, I I like the idea. I'm kicking around names for it too, like maybe like hi, uh, Rob and Cody's Hybrid Horrors or something like that. Like we got to have it something cool like that so we can talk about more than just horror movies. Like maybe we yeah. can have a two segment show. Like, like we could do an episode once or twice a month, and we can talk about wrestling and then and then horror movies or something like that. What? What is he doing now? What he he just finds entertainment in something. Uh, what? I mean, did you, I mean, did you see, see your grandma? You did see your, your grandmother naked or something? What? No. Oh He's God, no. Naked all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw. I mean, no. Just like when you said, calling about Rob and Cody's epic adventures or some shit. I just, it just no. Like, that's not. That's not what I said at all. You deaf fuck. <laughs> I said I. It, it would be so. <laughs> Oh god. No, no. <laughs> Is that how it goes, Michael? There we go. My skull. My skull. Oh. Your skull. Oh, it's a headache. Anyway, um no, I think it that isn't that a cool name, Robin Cody's uh how uh hybrid horrors or horror hyper I don't know. We we have to work oh, Rob and but... Cody's excellent adventures. How about no. how about how about hybrid hour? Because it's gonna be like roughly an hour show, right? No, the Rob and Cody's hybrid hour or just call it hybrid hour. It's up to you. I don't really uh, <clears throat> uh, the the hybrid hour. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's something like that. We'll talk about it here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, to wake yeah. up the kids. Well, Mike's laugh could wake up everyone's kids, even everyone's uh, deceased. Probably. Kid, you know, even like, even people, yeah, no. even people who are not watching can can get what can up. Yeah, Man, wake up, gaze, motherfucker. Gaze. Gage. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Gage from Pet Cemetery. Did you get that? Oh, I like that. Robin, yeah. Robin, Cody, go to hell and back. I like that. That's a that's a decent name, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I could I could go for that. Yeah, that's like Robin Cody's bogus journey. Holy shit! Yeah, or we Robin Cody face the music. Or wait, yeah, wait. we could do something like that. I, I think it'd yeah. be fun. You know, start it out. Ex- as a, go ahead. Ex- excellent. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yes, uh, we'll move on from the subject. But uh, yeah, I think Screenbox is great. It's it just. It has some movies that are terrible, but it has other movies that are terrible enough to where they're good. Um, so I don't know. And they have a so lot of stuff that Shutter doesn't so, have. So is Camp Out Nightmare on it then? Camp Out. That's Nightmare. what I was gonna say. If Camp Out Nightmare <laughs> is on it, then perfect. I know that Swamp Ugh. Zombies are, is on it. It was on it at one point. You ever heard of that movie? It was. Swamp Zombies. You ever heard of Swamp Zombies? Oh Jesus Christ! I, I sat <laughs> in on it. Sounds a- like a real winner. I sat in on a screening with the director of the movie. We were at a horror convention. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we'll move on. You went to that. a horror convention? Holy shit, really? Yeah, back when, it, years ago, I'm, I'm talking like back in the fucking 2000s, I used to go to a convention mm. with this one dude. Uh, he stopped taking me because uh, he always wanted to go in the mornings. Like, he wanted to leave like 9 o'clock in the morning and be there all day. 
Well, I've always had the sleep schedule of going to bed at 5 a.m. and waking up at 2 p.m. And it's like, so if you wake me up at 8, 8.30 and come and pick me up at 9, I'm going to fall asleep halfway through the day. And that's what I was doing. Hey, is that, <laughs> is that, where, you got, is that where you got the picture with Savini? No. I, I, thought, I, saw, no. I thought I saw a picture of yours with, with Tom Savini. Yeah, that's the picture that should be on the intro. God damn it! Um, no, well, we were... send it to me so I have it. Okay, can I? Sh- can you shut up so I can talk to Rob, um, my better, <laughs> my more better host? Yeah. When when Rob and Cody's whatever the fuck show it comes on, it's going to just destroy. Man. It's going to destroy Damn. Tales from the Crips, and and oh, yeah. it's going to destroy yeah. it in the ratings. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> um. I fixed it. <laughs> All right. Look, I fixed it. I put the two best hosts at the top and me at the bottom. See how that Thank works? you. That's, yeah, and then, like, again, if I turn my head to – and then I'm in the wheelchair. So he could take a giant crap on you. Yeah. <laughs> and Rob is kind of like, holy shit, Rob's on the top of his body almost. Like he kind of almost is. Here, here we go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that, we're about to lose micro by an hour. Here we go. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, the fuck was I saying before Mike interrupted us for the umpteenth time? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm too distracted by my. Um, uh, oh no! You had asked where I took the picture with me and Savini. Um, Savini, yeah. We were actually at the Monroeville mm. Mall. Um, that was 2018. It was for the Dawn of the Dead convention that year. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, and he, I, he was actually in a decent mood that day. He was pretty nice. I heard that he could be temperamental. He, um, because that was actually the second time I met him. The first time I met him was in 07. That was at a little dinky uh, convention here in Ohio. And it, I, I, looking back on it, I understand why. Like, he probably wasn't getting paid that much to be there. Um, but no, he's just not very talkative. He's a he's a very in, introverted type of person when it comes to fans, I think. Um, yeah. And even when I met him for the second time, you know, he I didn't I could have asked him a question, but you know, he just asked what my name was. I asked him if I could take a picture with him. He said yes, and that was that. I thought it was a better experience than you know the one from '07. Um, also in '07, they had Sid Hag there uh, at that Whoa. convention. Nice. Um, and he's a character. Like he's all, he almost was playing the same character as he would in in the movies, you know, almost. And I yeah. can't remember I can't remember if I told the story yet on this show or not. But uh I got up to him, you know, we were in a long line and I got up to him and you you know, you have to buy an a, a picture of him um for him to autograph and you got to pay for it. and and then he asks you if you want him to put anything personalized on there. So I got up there and he asked if I wanted anything put on it. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, what, what quote from what movie, what, what would you like me to put on there? And I thought about it for a second and I was all like, 
fuck your grandma. And everyone started laughing. He goes, all right, then, to Cody, fuck your grandma. So, yeah. I, I, I still have that picture. I, I should find it and, and post a picture of it. But yeah, uh, like, Did you get a selfie with him? No, with him, you wasn't allowed to take pictures with him. Uh, you could, like, try to get selfies, like, on act. You know what I mean? Like, you could try, but he wasn't going to pose for any pictures, if that makes any sense. Aww. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. At, at now, Mr. Haig, I'm backward. Please take a picture with me. I got to take a picture with uh, Bill Mosley, and uh, they had just finished wrapping up uh, Three from Hell at that time. And so uh, we did the pose where we just held up the three fingers. It was it was pretty cool to That's take awesome. a selfie with. Yeah. Did you did you like Three from Hell? Um, I didn't dislike it, if that makes sense. I didn't like it either. It does. Um, I ha- I really think that um, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie stole the movie. She That was probably the best baby of the three. And I know oh, yeah. I'm going to get I'm going to get a lot of slack for that, but I think that she her mental state in that movie was terrific. No, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. That that was her movie. That like yeah. you if you talk if we're talking about just baby's exp- um performance, Sherry Moon's mm-hmm. obvious performance as baby. That one is the best out of her three movies of that. You know, that, that I will say that. Um, but then, but then in turn, Bill Mosley, I think that was his lowest of the three. Mm-hmm. Devil, Devil's Rejects being number one, I think. See, I and Mike's gonna bitch at me later. Every time we end up talking about horror movies, Mike tells me later on, I don't want to tell you that is Batman and Red Brady. Does it tell from the crypt? We do not talk about movies that tell from the crypt. Mike, fuck you. We will talk about movies. Hey, didn't Rabbit, wait a minute, didn't Rabbit and Red Radio talk about handicap recently? Yes, Hand- they did. So, they did. so I think, yeah, so they're stealing, they're stealing this show. We can talk about movies for a couple of minutes then. God damn! <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it was just the um, the time period uh, which uh, one I was growing up uh, in, or but uh, uh, I really liked. Oh uh, Shut the uh, fuck up! <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Let me in one of your movies. I want to. I need more exposure. I I need bitches in my life. Although that's not why. Anyway, uh, Mike's gonna die before this uh, show's over. Oh, yeah. That's See, that's another reason why me and you are starting a show together, because Mike's health is poor, very poor. He's going to die soon, probably. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Mike Sankovich is going to die pretty soon, and then I'm taking over Robin and Red Radio. And I'm going to rename it, because I think the name of this network sucks, and we're going to make it all about this show, and me and Rob are going to take over. We ain't going to have anyone a part of our family that we don't like. How about this for a title? (laughs) Rabbits in the Crypts. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, that's way god. better. Oh my god, my stomach. Anything's better than what this 50 year old virgin came up with 20 years ago or whatever. God damn. Oh god. Oh god.
Now, is this just Carrie from another <laughs> another account talking to us? Oh no, Harper. Uh, <clears throat> no, I think that's my. I think that's the director. I think that's Michael. Oh, welcome, Michael. Halloween lives. No, Halloween oh, Evil Lives YouTube channel. Is there a link to anything that people can check out or, or help fund or anything? Yeah, um, yeah there's an Indiegogo. Yeah, uh, yeah. My... Hold on, I have it somewhere. Yeah, go ahead and put it up on the screen since we're talking movies for a few minutes here. There, there is that there it? Yeah. All yep, right. That's it. Anyone who's watching, check out that link. Go help out the project. I will admit I don't know much about it just yet. <clears throat> my, Rob. Speaking of pot projects of yours that I don't know much about that I would like you to elaborate on right here on Tales from the Crypts, tell us about this uh, little movie that I saw a picture of earlier. It's called Debbie Does Demons. What the fuck? Can you tell us? No, no, it's no, it's a it's a really our hard R rating um, horror movie. Uh, but right now it's on the shelf uh, due to lack of funds. So um, oh I, 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 I never really, I never really got a lot of information on it. I kind of jumped on it. It was a, uh, a very cheap perk. So uh, it was, it was when I was trying to build up my portfolio. Uh, but as far as I know, it's being held up until uh, next year, and then they're gonna restart it again. Mm-hmm. So, so not much is known about it. It's, it's not going to be a full-length feature movie. It's going to be okay. a short movie. It's going to be uh, k- kind of playing on the whole um, oh. X-rating theme, but it's not going to be an X-rated movie. There will be there there will be flesh, Damn. but there'll also but there'll be a lot of blood too. Oh, blood Maybe. and boobs. Okay. What do you Who's think, Debbie? I believe uh, that. We did have an actress. Uh, she had pulled out of the project, so I don't know who they're getting to play Debbie now. Why did she get her back? I think it was because she, uh, like, she thought it was going to be that particular year because that movie was supposed to be out uh, early 2020, and then it got delayed, and then, of course, the pandemic happened, and the whole thing just got shelved. So, so no, before well, we move on... Before we move on to me asking you about uh, cannibal campers, uh, clowns, or no, naked cannibal. <laughs> <Can I? laughs> naked no, cannibal I'm, clowns? Wait a minute. I, I, don't, I don't know about that it's movie. Clown. <laughs> it's your fucking a clown. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before we move on to naked cannibal clowns, I wanted to ask, is Debbie does de- uh, demons, is it going to have at least something I can spank my crippled meat to in it? Uh, possibly. Okay, because if but it remember he's only he's only good for once a week if if he's lucky. Yeah, so all I I mean, and you said it's not going to be a very short long movie. It's going to be a short movie. All all I need is five fucking minutes. True. You need yeah. five minutes. I can do thirty seconds and be good, sir. Listen, listen. Uh, Mike, I need a good story and build up and and you know and that kind of shit. Oh, uh, we're joined we're joined by Aaron Poe from the car. Pretty soon he's going to be known yes, as the, the new show on the Rabbit and Radio Network. Pretty soon he's going to be known as the producer of Cannibal uh, Campers Clowns or whatever, whatever the fuck, Cannibal Cannibal Yeah, Cannibal Clowns Campers. So what is uh, what is Naked Cannibal Campers? Is that something else that's on the shelf? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but <laughs> and you don't know what that is. 
Cannibal Clowns from Outer Space? Is that like the sequel of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Well, no, Aaron, uh, Aaron Poe uh, said something about uh, naked cannibal campers. You don't, are you going to pretend you don't know what he's talking about? I, no, I don't. I actually don't know what that is, but it sounds, <clears throat> it sounds interesting. Do you think, do you guys think Aaron's last name, real last name is Poe? Because that, that seems kind of cooler than what it, you know, like. like he's related like, to Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. Like a distant relative. Right. Hey, Friday the thirteenth requiem. While I'm thinking about it, let's talk about real quick. What is the weirdest, strangest thing all three of us has um, ever masturbated to? I can ask that question. I am the producer of masturbations. After you all. are, Mike, yes, go ahead. The weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdest thing you ever jerked uh, your meat to. All right. all right, somebody else has to go first because I got to think of something really over the top here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, it has to be real, though, doesn't it? What do you mean? Well, yeah. He said no, he has I, to. He has to think about it. Like, so, are you going to think about like what you want to do it to, or, or yeah, what no, you no, have no, done no, it to? No, no, I'll give you. No, I'll give you a real story. Yeah, don't make up anything. No, I'm, I don't make up anything. I got it all. I got, dude. Believe me, I got it all right here in my head. Okay, so while you're thinking, I'll go ahead and go first because I because I'm the one who brought up the subject. I'll go ahead and answer the exactly. question. Exactly. So go ahead. Um. A few years ago, they, whoever, came out with this extreme Ghostbusters, like, hentai parody. And it was of this, it started out as an actual scene from the extreme Ghostbusters cartoon where this girl, Kylie, she was the the first female Ghostbuster, not counting Janine from the real Ghostbusters. But uh, as a kid, and still to this day... I have a, I always had a crush on Kylie. Like she was drawn hot. I don't care. I don't care if she's a cartoon character. I thought she was hot. She still is hot. Look her up. Yeah, I mean Look her up. But anyway, okay. um in the actual scene in the, from the actual episode, they're battling this demon and then the demon kidnaps Kylie and basically takes her to hell. Now, in the actual episode itself, the episode is all about the other ghostbusters trying to get her back. But the porn parody picks up after um wait what is this um yeah that was that's a good one aaron not as good as my story is about to be but it's it's (laughs) a try though (laughs) um yeah i well i mean hey halloween evil lives whoever the fuck you are that's because you don't want to make you don't even want to uh, reveal your name or anything. You just want to hide behind a YouTube channel. And it's the name of a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, but you know what? Halloween Evil Lives. It's probably going to be a better movie. It's probably going to be a better movie than Halloween Evil Lives. Yeah, Michael J is about to go. Mm-hmm. Say bye, everyone. <laughs> it's gonna. We're gonna have to change his name to Michael R.I.P. <laughs> anyway, um, in the porn parody version of this scene, when the demon kidnaps Kylie, it shows what happens when they take her to hell, and basically, oh basically, mm. it's just seven minutes of her getting raped and fucked by all these demons and ghosts and all that. Tentacles are going up her ass and out of her mouth and just. Every like every disgusting possible, and I I jerked my meat to it. Like so, what? All right, I can jerk off to shit like that if I want to. Like whatever. Right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my story. Who wants to go next? I, I, you want me I to mean, go now, or does Rob want to I, go? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Um, okay, go I don't think it's so, – so, so what was the full question again? The, like the weirdest what, what situation? Is, yeah, what is the strangest thing that you've ever jerked uh, off? Well, I don't know if it's strange, but like uh, I used to – when I was uh, 14, 15 years old, I used to watch the reruns at like midnight before the – remember when the TVs used to shut up at 1 o'clock in the morning? Uh, well, anyways, they used to have reruns of the Love Boat, and the the girl who was the one that like breeded you to the ship, uh, like uh, anytime that she would like wear like the short skirts and bend over a lot, that's that was when the, that's when uh, Mr. Meat Man came uh, looking. So. That's when Mr. Meat Man came looking. <laughs> that was now, I, now I do have a, a strange sex story. Okay, the, weir- the weirdest place I ever had sex and I'm probably going to hell for this one but mm-hmm. I had sex right outside of a church while it was in session hey awesome I'd love to do that Holy shit, shit. Yep. Uh, me, and my girl- oh, fuck. me and my me and my girlfriend years ago we were planning on going to that particular church that particular day <laughs> we got there we started kissing and yep jumped in the back seat did our thing and <laughs> Still went to church. Oh, went to church and repented oh afterwards, my. right? Robbie, yeah. you are yeah. you. Yeah, that you was a long a time ago. That was, that was before I was married the first time. So uh, I was uh, yeah. kind of a, a strange let one back father, then. Let Father Mahoney service you. I exactly, Karen. <laughs> that's what you got to start oh saying. To the bitches. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um. What the uh the person that still shall remain unnamed for some reason who's running the YouTube channel said uh channel seventy seven spice TV porn all scrambled. I was just gonna bring that up. I have plenty of times turned it on the scrambled porn channel and like yeah. imagined more of what I was seeing than what I was actually seeing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, one time I thought I saw like two girls going at it, so you know, I, I whipped it out and then I got a clearer picture. It was, it was this old guy fucking this girl, and it t- it just threw, it totally threw me off because I was like, "Ugh, he's so old. Like, what's what's she doing with him?" Uh yeah, it's just for yeah. the money. Yeah. Well, there <clears> you go. That, that Michael, was... it's Michael's turn now. Oh, it is oh, Michael's turn. Now it's my turn. Okay, so here. Okay, so I had. A few surgeries, like back when I was in high school and all that stuff. So I remember this. This was this was clear. This what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck you just said, but I don't. I think it was derogatory, so I'm going to ignore it. It's always Um, derogatory, of course it is. Um, so no, so but I remember. Um, so this was uh, back. I was alone in the house, but I was in a wheelchair because I was in a cast, so I couldn't really do anything. So I'm stuck in a wheelchair. And I'm going through the TV, and uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was on. And for the longest time, I had the biggest crush on, um, what's the name? The Pink Ranger that Amy Joe Johnson, I think her name is. So Which what I did was I was like... She still looks very beautiful today. Oh, of course she does, without a doubt, without a doubt. So, <clears throat> <clears throat> so I remember like... 
I, uh, I started to uh, feel something grow. And uh, I wheeled out to the kitchen, <laughs> right? And I, like, grabbed some paper towels. I almost, like, pulled the entire roll to the floor because, you know, trying to maneuver out of a wheelchair to grab, like, paper towels was unbelievable. So I get the paper towels, I roll back into the living room, and Power Rangers is just starting. So I'm like, okay, I know there's going to be some nice footage that at least I can sit there and, and, and think about. So uh, what I end up doing is, you know, I start going at it. And she's, like, on the screen, and I have to, like, ignore the other people. Like, so I just, like, isolate her in my brain. And I'm thinking, Pink Ranger, Pink Ranger. Yes, and we're, like, really going at it, really going to town. And the next thing I know, right as I'm about to, you know, nut, the fucking door opens. Now, in the old house, the way that it works is there was the front door and then a porch room and then the living room where I was. But you can clearly see the living room from the front door, like, as soon as you enter the house. And my back was to the door. Like, I was, like, um, looking at the TV sideways, I guess. So, my dumb ass literally drops the fucking roll of paper towels that I grabbed into my fucking pants and just quickly pulls my fucking shorts up. And I'm just, like, sitting there. And it was, I think, somebody coming to, like, drop off food or something for me or something like that and then when they left i tried to like wheel myself out to the kitchen to the trash can and the fucking paper towels were like hypoxy to my uh you know <laughs> you said so. you said that something was growing did rita repulsa make it grow uh no actually she she made it uh go in like a turtle no, the reference was because, like, she always would make her mm. monsters grow. Does she make your monster grow? Um, you never yeah. actually paid attention to Power Rangers, did you? Uh, no, only Amy Jo Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's on YouTube, I think. You could do some. We should try to get her on the show. That would be uh, amazing, like, wouldn't it? <clears throat> sounds like a little shop of horrors. Please grow for me. <laughs> yeah, Michael J. produced some putties. That's that's how the putties uh, existed. Because it came out yeah. of Michael's penis. Penis putties. Oh, now, now, now at the local thrift store. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, gentlemen, let's... Go, let's... go, penis putties. Anyway, let's get to a subject that we promised two weeks ago we were going to talk about. We are going to talk about, um, as disabled people, Rob, you're disabled, don't fucking argue with it. Yeah, I I mean, I have a lot of illnesses that make uh, life difficult, so I would would consider that a disability. Okay, you're disabled. It's settled. You're disabled, I'm disabled, Mike's dying. Yeah, yeah, Mike's no longer disabled. He's gone. Yeah, he's got one foot in the grave. (laughs) 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 
Uh, hold on a second, guys. Okay, let's hold on a second. Or no, you can. No, no, no. Keep going. I'm gonna. Okay, thank I'll you. I'll be right back. Okay. <clears throat> Take your time. <clears throat> we don't need you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, Rob, one of the questions <clears throat> that I had posed a couple of weeks, or a couple of weeks ago, was that uh, as disabled people, what scares us the most? What is you know either either like real life scenarios that has happened in our lives or what, and also what's some of our fears. Um, if you would like me to start, I can, uh, you know, or how would you like to go with this? I mean, honestly, for me, it's, it's the fear of being people afraid of me, people fearing that they might catch something that I have. Um, because believe it or not, there's a lot of uneducated people in this world about the hidden illnesses. Like I have a hidden illness of uh, I'm a diabetic. Um, I have uh, multiple sclerosis. And when people hear multiple sclerosis, believe it or not, a lot of people think, well, um, what's that What's that show that Jerry Lewis did, the, the Tarleton? Multiple dystrophy. dystrophy. That's it. Yeah. 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 So when I tell people, they're like, oh, and they, I, I've actually had this happen. They actually step back, and I'm like, uh, you can't catch this. I mean, but to me, that was always my fear of telling people because there's so many uneducated people in this world that think you can catch uh, diabetes just from being around somebody. You know, you can't. Um, so, I mean, for me, that would be the, my biggest fear is, is people being afraid of uh, who I am and what I have. That's a good one. Um I I also have a very similar fear um, on the same subject of what you're talking about. I also fear uh, what people think of me. Um, it's not so much, you know, yours, your fear, what you were just talking about comes from, a, you know, the other side of the coin, I think. But my fear is uh, acceptance. Um, yeah. You know, I, I fear that people are going to do the whole judge a book uh, judge a book by its cover uh thing with me first before i yeah. i get the chance to show them who i am as a person uh that is that has accounted for uh, at least 70 percent of my anxiety and stress that i've had throughout my life um as a disabled man um so i, I you know and for some reason now uh in my 30s i it, it hits me even harder which you would think that being older i you, you'd be used to it yeah, I'd be used to it and that I just wouldn't give a fuck. But no, the way it is now that I'm older, I feel like I'm more so running out of time. So it's like I want to show as many people as I can that I'm worth it. Right. That makes sense. Like I'm running out. You, do you ever get that dreadful feeling like you're running out of time to do the things that you want to do? Because you're older than dude, us. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'll be uh, two months. I'll be 50 years old. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that whole you know how they say, well, you're halfway there. No, I don't believe that uh, I'm going to live till a hundred. Uh, and people may say that's, oh, you're being negative. I'm no, I'm just being realistic. I think if I, if I make it to 65, 70, I would call that my life. Cause, I, I was, yeah. Yeah. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, my apologies. I just, I, yeah. Um, no, I was just going to quickly say, um, I agree with you. As long as I make it to me personally, if I make it to my early seventies, I'm happy. 
You yeah. know, yeah. I don't need to make it to 90s. I don't even need to make it to the 80s. Just let me experience five, six, seven years of that motherfucking senior citizen discount. That's all I'm saying. And best yeah. believe I still won't be tipping. I still mm-hmm. won't will be getting water to drink because God knows by that point I'll probably have diabetes. So I'll have to mm-hmm. just drink water. And um, all that Mountain Dew you drink, yep. Yeah, I'll have to switch to zero. That would be my biggest fear, going to the doctors and saying, well, son, you have to switch to Mountain Dew Zero. You should listen to your well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. This tell tastes something. almost like Mountain Shut the fuck up. This, this <laughs> tastes almost like... This tastes almost like fucking regular Mountain Dew. Okay. I agree with Mike. I actually agree with Michael. I've had the, really the Zero. Does. It really does. There's there's really no difference. Now, I think you can handle it. Probably. Now, um, I have unfortunately, I've never bought Mountain Dew Zero, but I have had the unfortunate experience of drinking Diet Mountain Dew, and that shit, shit tastes like Sprite. Like I water. have a bottle of that in the fridge. I don't I care. Who cares? Like. I don't care. Mike, what scares you? <laughs> um, <laughs> on, honestly? Yeah. Yeah. No, one for fake. <laughs> shut the fuck up. One of the, one of the things that probably scares me the most right now is that I will never find, um, you know, like a, a relationship again or somebody to, um, you know, be with. And I think, um, you know, a lot of that is because, you know, of what I've taken on in my life as of the past um eight years almost at this point. So I think that that plays into it. Um, but really, honestly, the older I get, and now, you know, I'm, I'm approaching next month 42, which, you know, it's, it's getting up there. Um, the thought of never having um, sex again, because I don't want it like, you know, with just anybody. I want, like, meaningful, you know, sex. Companion, so, companionship. Companionship. And, Right, right. That leads to, you know, sex on occasion. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't make it seem like you're just looking for sex, you fucking pervert. Well, yeah, no, it's not what I want. I mean, not that's not all that I want. I want, I want a relationship, in all honesty. I do. And it just scares me that, you know, I might not get one. I might not find one. I might um, not find that person. Yeah. In 10 years, dude. And I, the only relationship I've had in that time is with the fucking catfish from New York that fucking took me for fucking that money. And that was that. Yeah. Boy, I'm glad you uh, rephrased that differently than how you did on the lost episode that no one will ever hear. Um, <laughs> they could if I chose to. You know? Yeah, well, not if you want to no, keep our reputations intact. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I can, I, can relate to, I can relate to Michael because, you know, I'm pretty high maintenance. Uh, you know, I, I do go to hospitals a lot. I do have a lot of doctors I see. And uh, I fear that sometimes when I when I am getting into a relationship and I let girls know about all this, it, it feels like uh, they step back a little bit because I don't know if they want to be the one to see me, my sugar get too high and then have to be taking care of me at home and and I, I so I, I understand what Mike's saying about uh fear of never having companionship again. I, I just had like a moment of weakness last week and I just had like a big completely like a big meltdown about this. 
and how I'm never going to find love again. And uh, I'm sure someone's out there for me, but they're going to have to be someone pretty special because I do have a lot going on. Wait, and, pause just for one second. Mr. Michael Taganogood Ragatoni. <laughs> there he goes. He's not going to be able Listen, to say the name either. Michael, we're past that subject. We we don't care what your name is anymore. We cared about that 20 minutes ago. You're too late. You're he, just said, he, he also said fear keeps you alive and safe. Yes, that is that is a good point, but we don't care what your name is anymore. Your name is Halloween Evil Lives YouTube channel. Deal with it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, Mike. In all seriousness, so let me open up about that a little bit too. Um, because I I didn't even I don't know why I didn't even think about that subject. I I'm I'm right there with you guys on that. To me, because right now I'm trying to go, uh, I get on dating sites from time to time, and I hate it. <laughs> like I I feel like I I have to do it, but I hate it at the same time because I get no luck. Um. And I know this is going to make me sound like a complete prick saying this, but uh, the only people that I see checking out my profile are chunky black chicks, transgenders, and gay dudes. So doesn't well, really make me feel. From you. Yeah, yeah. Transgenders, if only, yeah, yeah. If it was, if only it was your profile that was getting checked out by the chunky black women, right? But um, I, uh, yeah. Carrie's uh, sharing her some of her thoughts as well. Read that for us, uh, Rob or Mike. Yeah, I said I'll, I'll read it. All I know is that if anything happens to my hubby and I will be single due to my family situation. Yeah, and then you, so it's not just a disability thing. It's anyone – I hate to put it like this, but everyone has some sort of baggage, right? Whether it be yeah. us with a disability – uh, a woman like Carrie who already has a family, who already has kids, and then you, you become a single mom, and then, yeah, it's, it's right? It's difficult to get a man to to want to date a woman with kids. Um, so anyone, uh, I think, has baggage. Um, but I, I have this problem, and, and again, I know it's because I'm, I'm in my 30s now, but uh, I go on these dating sites. I spend a couple hours every two or three nights. I'm not on it daily. Uh, I, I have to give myself breaks or otherwise I will end up putting myself in a bad mood. But every couple of days or so, I'll go on there and uh, just try to start conversations with people. Uh, and, you know, normal, um, respectable conversations. I don't talk dirty. I don't say anything weird. I just try to I try to um, approach the situation as if I'm looking for a friendship. And in all reality, that's what we should be trying to find first before anything yeah. else is a friendship. Uh, yeah. Um, this was a woman that we're attracted to and someone who we're very compatible with. Now, right. uh, I, I spend a couple hours. I end up usually not getting anyone to talk to me at all except some scammers telling me about their Snapchats and, you know, send money here and there. You want to talk on the phone, honey, and all that shit. No real woman's going to want to talk on the phone with you right off the bat. That's a scammer. No. Um, and then what sucks is then uh, by the time I'm done with it, I'm emotionally exhausted. And then I end up uh, not not crying myself to sleep, but just being very, very upset while I'm trying to go to sleep that night because it just uh, it makes me feel um, it makes me feel like a lower life form almost. Like, do you guys ever get that feeling? Like, because we're disabled, we're living in a world full of people who don't accept 
disabled people for the most part. We're living in a world that's not set up for disabled people all that much. Um, and it's, it is very difficult to not feel like you're a lower leveled human because of your disability. Um, mm -hmm. and, and every person deserves intimacy and love and at least a chance. Um, and it, you're right. It's, you both have had more of, uh, of experience and more luck than all of this than I have. But a lot of it is also, I guard my emotions so tightly that when I start to see something happening that's going to put me in a dark state of mind, I run away from it. So that's mm. part of what my problem is. So I guess you could say that's part of my fear too, is being hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I, I don't know. So yeah, I think we're all in agreement of, uh, of that main fear. I, I think that's a main fear of a lot of disabled people, probably almost any part but that's disabled. Because uh, to me, like rejection, being someone who's disabled, rejection hits me, I think, a lot harder, uh, or all of us a lot harder than, say, someone who doesn't have any physical ailments. Because I think there's more chances for people with less physical ailments to be in relationships. Right. So right. it hits me It hits me a lot harder, I know that, and than, than it used to. When I used to, when I was a lot younger, when I didn't have as many things going on, you know, a girl didn't like me. I'm like, oh, well, I just move on. But now when a girl doesn't like me, it's like it's almost like like a shot in my heart. And it's like, right. It kind of, yeah. And you're right. Um, Normal guys, because that's the thing. A lot of these normal men, especially in younger age groups, they're talking to multiple women at the same time mm -hmm. anyway. So in their mind, it's like one bitch stops talking to me. I'll go start talking to the other bitch, you know, like that. But us. We lots of times we're pouring our heart and soul into a human being, and we so desperately want that chance, you know. It's, it's, um, and yeah, I, and Michael Rigatoni, whatever your name is, you're right, rejection is a stepping stone to success for normal people, but um, where's our um, you know, success ramp, wheelchair ramp? That, that's where, where, where is ours? We, so we haven't figured that out yet. You know, I, I mean, you guys have figured it out temporarily speaking. Rob, I didn't really get the whole story. You just said that you and your past woman just decided to become friends again, right? Yeah, and a lot of it was. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little emotional on this, so yeah, go ahead. Um, a, a couple a, okay. a couple years yep. a couple years ago, she had a major stroke, and uh, like major, where her whole. Uh, left side shut down and I took care of her uh, for two years and basically my life was no longer my life anymore. I, I didn't, there was no Rob Mahoney. There was Rob the caretaker and every moment I had went to her. I couldn't sleep. When I went to sleep, if she needed something, I had to wake up. I was working I was working a very, very part-time job at that time, and it almost felt like sometimes the part-time job was was my escape, and that that's not how a job should be. A job shouldn't be your escape. A job, uh, your your off time should be your escape. I didn't have off time. I was taking care of uh, her for two years when most experts were telling me she's a two or three person assist, and I was doing it solo. Uh, so. I'm I'm a lot stronger person, and that's not why we uh, end up uh, 
get, getting, we're in the, still in the process of getting a divorce right now. Um, that's not why we got, she, she moved here with me to Massachusetts and we lived here for a good year. And, uh, after a year, she just missed being around her family. Uh, and she also knew I couldn't go back with her. So we, you know, we talked all night about it and we, it was, it was a mutual, uh, separation. So, uh, that's why I said this, there's no hard feelings is we, um, I, we just talked this morning. So, um, we, we, we are actually better friends than we were ever companions. Like, we found that out. See, and so. I'm glad you said it like that. I, I, not to cut you off, but I got to say real quick. Um, yeah, Mr. Ravioli just said that's kind of you, Rob. You're right. It's, it's, it's very kind. Um, that is, uh, that's a very good point you bring up, Rob, because something that I've been telling my friends for the past several years um, and everyone laughs at me when I say this, but um, when you have a potential significant other in your life, don't try to have sex with them right off the bat. Don't try to jump right into all the romantic hoopla and all that shit. S- discover your compatibility first. Mm-hmm. Discover what you're compatible on and in what way and if it'll work that way. Don't just stick your dick in anything just because you're a man and just because you're horny. Like that's that's disgusting. That really yeah, is. Right. Um, I agree. Right. I did, a couple of years ago, I did meet this one girl on uh, Plenty of Fish. And yes, I know that's not a good website to meet women. And that, we're not talking about that. It's, it's not, but you're right. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. she was right around my age. She was probably like two or three years younger than me, which was fine. <laughs> she had no kids, which is what I like. And I'm not afraid to admit that I also would rather date a woman without kids. But I will settle for a woman with kids as long as she doesn't want any more kids. And I don't want any kids. Anyway, no. um, I uh, we talked for two weeks straight on the phone. And when we first started talking, I was all kinds of attracted to her. I really liked her. I wanted to try to figure out how to get her down here for a visit because she lived probably four or five hours away from me. So we were already within the first week talking about how she would get down here for a visit just for a visit, not anything permanent. Um, and it wasn't even for anything perverted either. Just like, hey, come down here and, and discover my world. You know, let me introduce you to my favorite movies, my video games, my, you know, of course we were going to watch Army of Darkness probably four or five different times. But again, that's neither here nor yeah. um, But by week two, I was no longer attracted to her anymore. And the reason is, is because after the introductions and after the pleasantries of the that quick beginning stages, we started really understanding each other's philosophies and life goals and, and uh, spiritual beliefs and just all of that stuff. And I realized by the end of week two, me and her were completely opposite human beings, like mm-hmm. completely. So I realized I was like, holy shit, like, I don't like you as a person. Like I would be friends with you, but I I'm done with this idea of being attracted to you and all that. Um, so unfortunately she wouldn't take the hint because I told her, I was like, well, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's go back on the website and like, see who else we can meet or whatnot. And she was still calling me almost every night. And then I had to tell her, I was like, look, I, I'll be friends with you, but I want to try to find someone else that I'm more compatible with. And my God, I felt like such 
a piece of shit for saying that. But you know what? I promised myself a long time ago I wouldn't ghost people like uh, like so many other nutless men do. You know, I hate that too. You, you, you go on, you meet a woman and you ghost her after you either get what you want or after you realize you don't want her at all. I hate it. Yeah, I agree. So, um, and ever since and, then, I've been trying. And you, you had to be honest with yourself too because um, – you know, if you if you're really not attracted to her, that's the honorable thing is not to ghost her because it's like, why would you just want to? Uh, what's the what's the old saying? Wham, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, no. so that girl, that girl may actually be really hurt. Uh, you're, you're really hurting somebody if you right. do that. To, to, no, see, in a situation like that, no matter what, they're gonna get hurt. But. The- <laughs> The better thing to do is to do the tough thing and be a man about it and just tell her the truth. Yeah. The truth is always better than leaving a loose end. And that's how depression starts with some people. That's how anxiety starts. That that could be the start of someone's suicidal thoughts for all I yep. know. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm exactly. Not, I'm not going to be responsible for someone uh, becoming depressed. I, I'm just, I'm just not. So, uh, I, 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 I told her, you know, hey, let's be friends. Let's, you know, let's get to know each other as friends. And uh, we did. We, we stayed talking for a while. Um, but then I think she actually eventually met someone and then put all of her time to that guy. And I'm happy for her. I really am. I, I'm very happy for her. Um, I, I, it's, it's, <clears throat> I know did what you, I'm looking did for. You, did you see what Carrie said? No. Carrie said, respect to you, uh, let her find the true person for her. Yeah, exactly. Don't hold people back. And then now Mr. Rigatoni is saying something. How did you not like her? Did her physical appearance Did you change? not like her? Did her physical appearance change? No, no. You took about as much from my statement as I probably will from your new film that's coming out here pretty soon. Um, I... <laughs> yeah, that's my film, too. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. God damn it. Um... No, 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 no. It wasn't her physical appearance. <coughs> it's Rob's see, acting I, debut. I, see, I, and I was just about to get into that. So um, is his name Michael? Michael, let me give me just yeah. a second. I'll answer your question just a second here. I, as a, even as a disabled person, I know what I'm looking for. I am looking for a girl who is just, just cute enough to spark my interest into her as a person on who she is on the inside. I don't need right. or want a super hot girl or a drop dead gorgeous model. I don't want anything like that. I just want a girl that's cute enough. And then all of, after that, let me get to know who you are as a person. Okay. So what had happened and to answer Michael's question, I, I found her attractive enough to start talking to her. We started to get to know each other. And then again, by week two, I realized that we were complete opposite sides of the same coin. Essentially she was religious. I'm not. I like horror movies. She doesn't. She wants kids. I don't. You know what I mean? It's just, it's all of these things that how could we have ever made it work as a, as a couple, if we just disagreed on everything. Um, And then the way I am as a person is once I'm not attracted to you anymore from within, I'm no longer attracted to you uh, from on your outer, outer shell. So uh, yeah, to basically answer your question, Mike, Michael, um, I, uh, it's not that her physical appearance changed. It's just I looked at her differently after week two. 
Anyway, Carrie says, you know what you want and you are entitled to date who you want. Thank you, Carrie. You are absolutely right. And that goes for all of us. You know, um, I don't, just because we are um, slightly not good looking men, I guess you could say, doesn't mean that we should not have standards. Um, One of my most infuriating triggered things that anyone could say to me is when I'm having this discussion with anyone is, Cody, why don't you just date a woman in a wheelchair? I'm sorry, but do you want to date a woman in a wheelchair? And it's nothing against women in wheelchairs. Like they deserve love too. And God bless them for trying and just find what you can find. But me personally, I do not want another person with a disability because at the end of the day, I have to constantly remind myself that I'm disabled. I don't even think Mm -hmm. about my disability until I'm around other people and it gets brought up or I get reminded, you know, by the situation with other people. So no, I, I, you know, like I'm not Tom Green in that movie, Freddie Got Fingered. I don't want to smack a ruler as hard as I can off of a woman's knees and that's in a wheelchair, you know? Um, Do you want some sausages? sausages? Daddy, would you like some sausage? (laughs) Oh, oh, Mike, you'll appreciate this. Um, I was just on the phone with one of my friends the other night and I was telling him about one of your favorite jokes is that you call me the the backwards boy. So we started referencing that that backwards man uh, part before we got fingered. I'm backwards man, backwards man, I can walk back fast as you can. Like, yeah, that's a that's a fantastic movie, by the way. Rob, on our debut episode, we got to talk about Freddy Got Finger. If you haven't seen it yet, you got to watch it. I have. I have it's, 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 it's been a long time now. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have to rewatch it somehow before our episode. Or at least we don't have to do a debut episode. We'll just do it at some point in our show. But anyway, um, yeah, so as a disabled person, and that's that's the obvious misconception of disabled people is because we're disabled, we should just uh, settle for whatever comes our way. No, no, we, we don't, we deserve better than that. Uh, like I said, I'm not looking for anyone hot, but I want to find a woman who I like as a person on the inside and, and a woman obviously that will give me a chance. So yeah. Yeah. now I have, I have found that from time to time throughout my life, but unfortunately it was wrong place, wrong time. And I couldn't actually make a relationship out of it, not because I didn't want to, but because they wasn't available. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, another episode, I'll go into more on that uh, subject. But um, yeah, so that's overall, that is what fear, what I fear of the most also is I want, uh, I want to be able to look back later on in my life. I want to be able to look back on my life and just say, hey, I got to experience that. I don't feel the need See, and this is, and Rob, you can let me know if I'm wrong about this, but I think this is where we differ just a bit. I, I don't feel the need to have a permanent relationship. I actually like being alone. I like being on my own and, and being, you know, it's being peace and quiet. And the only thing I have to maintain is my own life, you know, that type of thing. And it's not that I would get a girlfriend and just, okay, well, bitch, a year has passed, so fuck off. You know, I'm not going to yeah. do that. But yeah. at the same time, if I get into a relationship and it doesn't work out, okay, mm-hmm. you know, see ya. It was nice knowing ya. I'm going to go back to doing me because for years and years of my life, I already knew what it, anyway what it was like to be alone. So, you know, I just want the experience. And if, I, if it falls into something serious and long term, okay. If not, I'll be fine. So, I don't know. No, that's, no, that's I, 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 don't, I don't think you're uh, um, wrong on that. Because I never thought. Uh, can you hear me, by the way? Yep. 
Okay, because I feel like I'm echoing here. Um, I never thought I'd ever be in a long-term relationship. And then I, it really came to a halt when I met my first wife. And that was a total train wreck, that first one. And that almost scared me off forever to ever thinking about ever being uh, married or in a long-term relationship again, because uh, that, I, I don't even, I, I blocked most of that shit out because that's how horrible the relationship was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but elaborating on what you said about not wanting to be, sometimes you don't ever think you're going to be here or sometimes you ever think, don't think you want to be in one until you might re- find that right person. And then when you find that right person, sometimes your views will change. And I think that's what happened with my second wife. My views changed a little bit. And we ended up uh, being married for 10 years. So it's. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, And and that's always pot. That's what I'm saying. Like if I met, if I met a woman and we were super compatible, see, man, and what I'm looking for, it seems so unrealistic in today's world, but what I want to find is a woman who is younger than me, doesn't have to be mm-hmm. 10 years younger than me, but just a little bit younger than me. I wish it would be a woman who doesn't have kids, who mm-hmm. doesn't want kids, and who also likes some or all the things that I'm into. Now, could you guys imagine just having a girlfriend that, does, again, doesn't have none of that burden, doesn't have kids, just has that, you know, she goes to work, she, she gets off of work and if she doesn't have anything to do with her family or her mother or anything like that, then she can come just watch a movie with you, you know, and that's, yeah. that's how it is. Just every night she, you guys can have alone time and watch horror movies together or do whatever, play video games together or whatever it is that you're into together. You know, that's to me, that's the description of what a perfect relationship is. But you have all of these guys who know ahead of time that they don't want no one's kids in their lives. They lie to the woman's face and they fucking, uh, well, a 28 year old out of college. Yeah, I would settle for that. I would also settle for an 18 year old out of high school, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, see, the thing is, the sad thing is you're not going to get that. No, um, no. That doesn't come for free. Not at all. No, 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 no. Well, yeah. Oh, a, ba- a bank loan, a bank loan, an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but all but all jokes aside, if I found a girl that was somewhere in her late twenties or early thirties, and again, if she didn't have kids and was okay with never having kids, and man, I could make that work. I, I could make that work permanently, and just you know, like I said, as long as yeah, as long as they got a good head on their shoulders, that is all that matters, and as they got a good moral set. Um, I wouldn't want a woman who, who doesn't have a work ethic though. Like, you know, like bitch be productive, (laughs) you know, like I don't have a job. I understand that, but I have money, legal money and I'm, I have my own home and you know, I, whatever. Uh, so I wouldn't want a girl that's like homeless and doesn't have nothing to do and all that. But, um, no, just the idea of having a woman that, you know, wants to come over and tolerate professional wrestling and maybe enjoy watching a horror movie with me. And then we just go out on a date or hold hands or bump uglies or whatever the fuck, you know, that, that would be a perfect idea of a relationship. But again, more than likely, if I ever find a woman, it's going to be a woman with multiple children and it's going to be what can I bring my kids over? It's like, bitch, whatever, (laughs) whatever, bitch. 
whatever. But who knows? Maybe someday we'll all find what we're looking for. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, you know, I look, I only wanted a girl at one point to sit and watch Halloween with, and uh, that, that didn't work out too well. If only we could find you a woman who thinks that The Curse of Michael Myers is the best movie ever, then that's all you would need, right? Um, yeah, I'll take that. Right. I'll take that. If they, you know. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Did Mike just say that they're offering virtual dates as a perk? Hmm. Now. I don't know if I would believe someone that has the same last name as Chef Boy RD or whatever the fuck. So, I don't know if I believe um, Virtual dates. But virtual dates with, let me see. I'm, I'm trying to think because I did look at at the cast of the movie. And let's see. I don't want to be with Vince Storm. I love you, Rob, but I can't be with you. Um, <laughs> hold on, see. hold on. Um, what is that? There's, there's, oh, there's, uh, I, don't, I don't know what that is, but I, I missed it. Is that a scar? Oh, no, you, oh, you, you you want you want to see me topless, to show, so there you go. He's trying to show me some skin. That's right. That's you know what? Yeah. Just take your headphones off. Take your shirt off. We're doing the rest of the show. Uh, take that. Okay. So we're All right. All right. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There you go, Mike. He's doing oh it. Oh my God, he's actually doing it. Holy shit. He's got it. This that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we did say we wanted this. There we go. We got, let's let's see the big old nipples. Let's see the big old nipples. There they are. God damn it. <laughs> We're wild. It, you can wild. see it's you can it's see the uh, mask. Storm uncensored right here. Oh Vince shit! Storm wait a minute. Uncensored. I really like that. Is that a Jason mask? That I like that. Yeah. You know what? I'll marry you. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the just get the and, rest of those tears pulled out. And I don't and have I'll any kids either. <laughs> and then I'll get you guys loop for a wedding present. He doesn't have any kids either. <laughs> Rob, you're one of the virtual dates. Did you know about this or as much as throwing yeah, this out? Actually, actually I did know about this. Wait, is this virtual date perk a real thing? I thought it was a joke. No, it's a real thing. It's a real fucking thing. Are you Oh God! Um, well, see, if I didn't have a podcast network to maintain, I I jump right on that. But holy fuck! Um, wow. Um, yeah. Oh, see, Carrie says, "See anything you like?" Um, yeah, Ron, <laughs> our father Mahoney, Big Daddy Mahoney. Next time you come on to the show, will you call yourself Big Daddy Mahoney? Sure, I'll just have to change my tag name there. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's all you gotta do. I'm the ju- I'm the producer of masturbations for one night only. So fuck it, I will never have this name again uh, after tonight's oh, episode. You won't. No, listen, because it's so long that it, it covers my mouth when I want to like lean in how I naturally want to lean in. So I gotta have it a short. Cuts off your face. It cuts <laughs> off my face. Masturbation. Yeah, it, looks like, it looks. It looks like you're being censored with the. Yeah. But um. Oh, he's being censored, all right. Yeah, what? Yeah, Rob will think... sell out. Yeah, after I leave this, uh, Facebook probably probably uh, send me a a nudity thing or something. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's how you. Uh, that's how you'll find companionship, Rob. You'll get a virtual date from from the Halloween Evil Lives perk show, and then you'll find your 
true love that way, buddy. You never know. Yeah. Damn, I get to get in that movie somehow. I, I got it. I will be Loomis's disabled son. I made a movie in 1996 called Halloween, The Death of Michael Myers. And I played Loomis's protege, Dr. Greg Turner. I oh, died at go. the end of the movie, but still. And I decapitated Myers at the end of that movie, and H2O stole my ending three years later, or two years later. Fuck you, H2O. There we go. I would rather masturbate to gay porn than to watch any of your movies. Did you? I sent you a link to Only Time Will Tell. Did you watch it? I turned it on for two minutes, and I got bored. It was just you. you. It's it was a just, great fucking film. It was it just a great fucking film. It was just Fuck you. you. Fuck you. It was just you talking to your friends in a living room. That was all it was. No, well, that was not the beginning of the movie. Then I don't know what the fuck you're watching. Oh, I must have fast forwarded. I thought the song I was, was I was I was a radio DJ in the beginning. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the point is, is I didn't watch it, so because I don't care. That's a shame. You should watch it. Fuck you, then. I get you. You're mean. I don't watch Woo-hoo. anything. I don't watch anything you send me either, Mike. <laughs> I figured you didn't. I just throw it all in the in the closet. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, right next to my used toys that probably should get thrown away. Yeah, some of your used blown up toys. Yeah, no, I don't have blown up toys. I just have like pocket pussies and like replica of uh, vaginas and stuff like that. Do they work? Uh, some of them are okay. I'm looking into this one um, that's sold by. I had flesh. a porta pussy and I broke it. Okay. <laughs> well, probably because you tried to use it as a weapon in your one of your stupid little homemade movies. No. Oh, okay. But anyway, I I've been looking at, and I might actually probably buy it. So if any of you guys want to add more money to my GoFundMe so I can buy a new sex toy, that. <laughs> but uh, there's this one by Fleshlight. It's called the Universal Launch, and you basically just it, it's it's a flashlight that comes with a like a, a um an apparatus thing that you strap in and it automatically strokes it and you just put your wang in there and it, it's, it's, it's an automatic stroker and I, I might get it. I actually I did. Mean, hey. uh, I, sh- I shared your campaign twice uh, in the last two days, Cody. Thank and, you. For uh, that. And if Sorry. you actually look on the campaign there, there might possibly be uh, a little bit of movement on there. So, Oh, well, I, I looked at it last night, and someone last night uh, actually gave me twenty dollars. Uh, is that what you're talking oh, about? Wow. No, there's another there's another one today. Oh, well, in that case, but uh, well, I guess but you I, sent but, it. But I won't say. But I won't say who sent it. Okay. Well, whoever sent it, um, I will blow you. Maybe if you're if you're sexy as Robin. <laughs> But no, it all it all. Are you smelling your own? What the fuck? No, I'm, I'm hiding because oh, okay. you just because you just said that you would blow me. <laughs> well, it all all jokes. Hey, listen, all jokes aside, thank you very much for the help, Rob. It is actually not going towards a sex toy. I um, I'm trying to recoup. I'm trying to recoup the money now that I actually just pulled all out for the hot water tank. So, yeah. but I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. 
And for anyone listening, it's I don't spend uh, GoFundMe uh, money on anything stupid. It's uh, it goes in either to my stable account, which is listed and described within the description of my GoFundMe, or it goes towards something to do with uh, fixing up something in my house. So just to let anyone know that. Um, yeah, if, uh, if any of my, my friends are still listening, uh, if you guys uh, need the link to share for yourself, uh, either reach out to me or Cody himself, and I can I can supply you with the uh, GoFundMe too. Yeah, yeah, it's, of course, and I appreciate all the support and shares that you guys have been doing for me. Um, so one last thing I wanted to uh, bring up before we sign off for tonight, because Mike, we're not doing two hours, just us three. We are signing off within the next 15, 20 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had the fear, maybe not so much you, Rob, because I think you could defend yourself a little bit more than Mike and I could, but have you guys ever had a home invasion fear? Mm. No? When I was younger, I had a I used to dream that somebody was walking around my house and was going to cut through one of the screen, screens and go in through the dining room window downstairs and come in and, uh, you know, uh, kill me. Or I used to dream. Did you ever watch the 1966 Batman? Uh, a couple of times. Okay. You know the Joker, Cesar Romero? Yeah. Yeah, he scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Well, and he I used was to... kind of scary. Yeah, he he was kind of scary in that. Yeah, and I and I used to watch. I used to like have dreams that I would wake up, and he would be standing in the doorway to my bedroom, pointing at me and laughing at me, and I would try to scream, but I couldn't scream because he slipped my throat and blood was coming out of it. Wow. What a hell of a dream. And it would be like, you know, like his music theme would be playing as I was trying to scream and he'd be pointing and laughing and I'd be like, "Ah." okay, we got it. We got it. Anyway. Rob, you never had uh, a fear of someone invading your home for any reasons to kill you, to rape you, to twist your nipples? I mean, you do post a lot of shirtless pictures on Facebook. Um, actually, it wasn't a fear of what they would do to me. My fear was that I couldn't properly protect the people that live in my home. Oh, that and, is a And I, my fear is that... I would do everything in my power and I would also sacrifice myself to make sure that no one in my family got hurt. But my fear is that I would be overpowered by someone and I'd, I end up watching one of my families get killed in front of me. That was, that was my fear in life. One of your many families, how many families you got? I, well, I got, um, I got five sisters, so I'm the only boy. Oh, oh, wow. And my dad died a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, he always said that when it was time for him to go, it was my turn to be the man in the family. Yeah. And so, so now that he's no longer here, I feel that was my, that's my fear is that I, w- I would do everything in my power, even if it ended up killing me. Yeah. To stop, to stop someone from hurting any one of my family members. Yeah, I get it. That's 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 a good way of looking at it. I've never really 
because I'm not the one that can ever protect. I'm the one that needs protection. So yeah. maybe that's why I've always had much more of a fear of a uh, home invasion of, of some sort, you know, and uh, I don't know. It was just a little thought I wanted to add before we ended the show. Um, Cause as a, dis- I, I, as a disabled person, that's I, it's one of the things that I do fear. Um, but if I wasn't disabled, I probably wouldn't fear it. Because yeah. I probably could protect myself with a gun or something. But, I mean, do, do you have that fear of like when you go outside to like uh, when you go into a store or something? Or do you ever have that fear that someone's going to try to like attack you on the outside or? Not really. I do often think about, you know, what if there's a, a shooting in a public place that I'm in? And I've always thought to myself, like, well, if I'm in the mall and, and I start to hear gunshots, what I'm going to do is actually jump out of my wheelchair and mm-hmm. roll into one of these, the nearest store. Because oh, chances are the guy, whoever's going to be the shooter, they're going to be more than likely in the main hall. And what I would do is I would go into whatever store I could and hide. And then plus they, they have uh, gates in the mall, like in any mall, I think of, uh, you know, wherever. And I would, I would go. Cause if you think about it, if you're in a, the mall and you're in one of the stores, the best thing to do is to shut the gates, shut yeah. the fucking gates. I mean, yeah, the shooter could still shoot through the gates or whatever, but still you're keeping him outside of those gates. So I would jump out of my wheelchair and I would, probably scream at the employees, you know, like, shut the guy, shut the guy, you know, or, or at least go hide somewhere, you know, but I certainly wouldn't stay in my wheelchair. I certainly would not because there would be so much chaos and so much panic and being a person yeah. in a wheelchair, you're an easy target. Yeah. So, yeah, if and, I heard gunshots, yeah. And plus, uh, you know, where, where you said that this panic, people don't really care where they're running. And they, they just might run into you anyway, so. Right. So, like, more than likely, I'm going to get knocked out of the chair anyway. Like, yeah, I've always thought that. Like, as soon as I hear gunshots, I – because I – the way I am, I can easily jump out of my wheelchair. And just and that's what I do all day. I roll around, at like, on my own. I scoot, crawl, and roll. So that's what I would do. I would just – the nearest store that I'm right by, I don't even care if it's Victoria's Secret, I will just jump out of my wheelchair and roll in there because – Again, that's going to be a lot better than being out in the main hall where everyone's getting shot. Right. So, now, yeah. if I was in a restaurant, what I would do, because I, um, I don't stay in my wheelchair usually. When I'm in a restaurant, I usually get into the booth. So what I would do in that case, I would just jump out of the booth and hide under the table because, again, out of sight. If you're out of sight, there's a less of a chance of getting shot. So, uh, that, like, the, like the saying, out of sight, out of mind. Something like that, but like amongst all the chaos, you're gonna have people screaming. You're gonna have people trying to run away, and I'm just gonna hide. You know, I I'm not gonna try to roll out of there because again, I'm the biggest target if you really think about it. So, uh, no, that's that. I've always thought about that, but no, it's not a so much a fear of that. For some reason, when I'm in public, I feel safer than even when I'm at home. Uh, like uh, I've never really said this before, but the way my neighborhood is, um, my house is like surrounded by trees and woods. So like, there's no one around really that can see what's going on at my house. So like, I guess that adds to my fear of home invasion as well. As well. I agree. So, yeah. You live in woods. 
Sort of. I, I, it, it's almost like a country kind of version of a, of a, a neighborhood. So you live in the house, in like the house that Loomis lived in in Halloween 6 then. Oh my god. <laughs> you opened that door, I had to go right in. You opened it. Well, gee, look at the time. We made it to a movie length, so, uh, and I think we're running out of steam for this episode. So um, wrap it up, Mike. <laughs> Wait, wrap no. It up? Do we have anything else we want to speak about before we wrap up tonight's episode? Uh, anything you want to plug, Mike, Rob? Any anything? Uh, just uh, what Mike's already plugging it. So uh, the support Halloween Eva lives. Uh, thank you. I I am now the assistant director, by the way, of that movie. So is that because uh, Carrie is getting a little overwhelmed with the bullshit? Oh wait, no, who's... she she's the executive producer. Uh, oh. I'm the I'm the I'm the first AD assistant director. Uh, okay, so. Michael Spaghettios, that that guy, he's the one that's getting a little overwhelmed a little bit. Um, no, we're just having a lot more. Th- uh, we're getting closer to the first shoots. Um, I'm gonna do a lot of the stuff uh, virtually uh, over over like Zoom, and uh, if I'm not available, they're gonna like pre-record everything for me so I can watch it when I get home. And then the second movie we're gonna be doing, I'm actually gonna be on site that one. Uh, but that's not going to be till 2024, I believe that is. It's Friday right. the 13th, Requiem. It's going to take place after the events of Friday the 13th, Part 5. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's one of, that's my, that's the most interesting one in the franchise to me, too. Yeah. So it's we don't have like much of a script yet, but it's going to basically be Pinehurst uh, moves to Crystal Lake now. And. Oh. Yep, and things just start happening again. So. Now, rumor has it also that you're you're also going to be on set for uh, Debbie Does Demons or whatever the fuck it's called uh, when, when yep. that comes. Uh, right? Well, no, no, you're thinking of the sequel, Debbie, uh, oh. Debbie Does Rob. Well, I was going to say Rob was going to be a demon. Oh. That oh, Debbie oh. does. Oh, Rob, Rob, oh, Rob does succubuses. There we go. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be funny if we they, they, you guys, you guys up, did make a movie? What if you guys made a movie and it actually was called Debbie Does Rob and uh, it was just all about you playing like a, a more outrageous version of you and you're just like a heartthrob type of guy like, yeah, baby, what's up? I'm Father Mahoney. What's up? Well, I'm, lo- I'm, lo- I'm loving the picture that Mike picked for this, uh, the Father Mahoney. The uh, That's another movie I did support, Wicked Jack. But I, I, I think I look pretty buff in that one. So Yeah, I would I would say so. I um and, and also, well I just have to, to promote now that you opened up that door, I have to bring it up that um my uh my um page on Facebook, uh Camp Out Nightmare, the pages I made for the reboot that I was making back in two thousand and ten or I started it in two thousand ten, has been getting a lot more attention as of late. I don't know why, you know, why that happened, but it happened, so maybe um, somebody may want to uh, get in touch with me because John Rhodes is an idiot who uh, bailed on the project in some way, shape, or form. So let's get it made after uh, 11 years now. Yep, I think yeah. so. Let's do it. So, sounds good. Are you throwing shade out on our show? <clears throat> Sir, you threw shade out last week, so I'm just throwing shade out this week 
I throw <laughs> shade. We'll throw shade out. Well, then I'm throwing shade now. Okay. I don't know why no, they I... call it throwing shade. I don't have shade here to throw. Yeah, and it's I'm nighttime. So what shade? Everything shade at nighttime. I yeah, mean, that's I my... like evening shade. That's my gimmick, though. I throw shade every fucking episode. So. Well, now I'm throwing. Uh, uh, am I? I'm throwing shade. All right. On that note, everyone, thank you for enjoying and joining us on this. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Aaron. Thank Thank you, you, Michael. Thank you. I can't say your name. What's his name? I'm not going to say it. Tagagnon. What? Tagagnon. 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 None. Tagagnon. Tagagnon. How to gag. It's how to gag a nun. That's his last name. You're right, Cody. Someone said you're right, Cody, 100%. I am always right, 100%. That's why I'm a part of the show. Thank you, Aaron Poe. I love you. Um, Donate to my GoFundMe. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Just just share my GoFundMe. Listen to the call now on and watch the call weekly live now on Rabbit and Red exclusively. Is that his show? Yes, it is. It certainly is. The call. Tell Tell me a little bit about that before we go off the air. Um, he basically talks about a lot of different topics with a lot of different people. Uh, I was, well, I wasn't on the last show, but I basically produced it and made a lot of comments that, uh, went on the screen. So awesome. Aaron, if you yeah. ever want me a part of your show, let me know. Cause I'll do it. Uh, I like exposing myself on the rabbit, not my penis. I, I mean, I just oh, like, yeah, well. <laughs> I just like have an exposure of my personality all over the rabbit and red network the network. I'll be taking yeah. over someday with my croaks, but that's neither here. Yeah, nor there. I, I should get a will written up and, and drawn up or something. Yeah. And then, you know, mm-hmm. really, because I could just drop dead. Cody, he made it through this episode, which I'm surprised. So. Mm-hmm. He didn't we, do almost, very- we we almost lost him earlier. Right. He didn't do he didn't do very much of the tonight like he usually does. So. I did in the beginning though. In the beginning yeah, for a little bit. But on that note, say, uh, Aaron, let uh, let us know if uh, you ever want any of us back on your show. Um, me for the first time. Why not? I know you love me. Share my GoFundMe because you love me. Anyway. Rob, as always, thank you for coming on to our show. It's always my favorite episodes when you come on. Um, thank you. Like I was saying, sometime in late September, we're going to get our show going. We still have to work out the details a little bit about what it's going to be called and all that. But uh, I, ha- I have an idea, but I'll, I'll tell you guys later. Okay. All video. right. What? It'll be video, too. Video. Oh, yeah. Okay. It'll Vi- be Video. 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 All right. Speaking of video, we were logging this video off. Thank you for enjoying tonight's episode. We will see you next Saturday, I believe, at around 10.30 p.m. Yes. Right. All right. And thank you, everyone, for watching. We will talk to you later. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank Fuel burning fast on an empty tank Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns Their prowess is potent and secretly stern As they speed through the finish, the flags go down The fans get up and they
is empty except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can the sun has gone down and the moon has come up and long ago somebody left with the cup but he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns he's going the distance he's going for Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns Cause he's going the distance $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.